Hello, dear sister in Christ. My name is Pat Domain. I'm founder of On Fire Ministries, and at On Fire Ministries, our mission is to ignite a passion for Christ in the heart of women and to inspire them to apply God's Word to their everyday life because I believe that God's Word really does work. Well, today, I want to invite you to join me as I share my personal prayer guide, which I will call 10 Steps to Draw Close to God. So if you and I could just sit down for a moment and have a conversation over coffee, I would really love to hear how you spend your time with Jesus. Are you regimented? Does your prayer and your Bible reading time with Jesus look the same every single day, same time, same place? Or are you a bit more flexible? Maybe it's mostly at the same time and same place, but occasionally you choose to do something different. Do you have a fluid time with Jesus? Do you go with the flow and find that every day is different? And if so, what does that look like for you? I truly would love to hear from you. So if you're willing to share with me how your Bible study time, how your prayer time, and how all of that works together in your faith journey and your personal life, I would love to hear from you. So do you use the Bible and scripture verses in your prayer time? Do you journal your prayers? Are your daily prayers on your knees or in your favorite rocking chair? And I say that because I love me some rocking chair prayers. I spend most of my prayer time is in my rocking chair. And for me and the stage of life that I'm in, I am pretty much regimented with just a bit of flexibility. I am an empty nester and I work from home, which means my mornings are mostly my mornings. Now, when my three daughters still lived at home, my mornings were not my own and I worked outside of home at the same time. So during those days, my prayer and, and Bible reading time was mostly at night, usually when they, when my children went to bed, which worked well for me because I was a night owl anyway. So that, that worked out really good. Now I feel like I have finally made it to that place in life where I really always wanted to be with my prayer and my Bible reading time. Almost always it's early morning time with Jesus, which I absolutely love. But we all have to figure out when, where, how, and what works best for us and for us in our season of life. But no matter what, we need time and prayer to grow our relationship with Jesus. Prayer is an essential and intentional element of relationship with God because it's how we communicate with God. It's how we talk to God. And prayer gives us power in and over the circumstances of our life. Today, I'm sharing from a prayer bookmark, 10 Steps to Draw Close to God, that I give out when I speak at churches. You see, 27 years ago, a precious Sunday school teacher gave me these steps as a prayer guide when I first got saved. And since that time, I have used this prayer guide on a regular basis in my prayer time. And I took those steps and I put them in a format that could be easily followed and used to help others get focused in their prayer life. And I hope that you'll find this a benefit to you and this as a prayer guide for you as I have found it a benefit for me over the years. So here's my personal prayer guide that I use often times in my prayer time as 
I said, I'm a little flexible. I don't use it every single day, but it is something I've used over and over again, really to bring my prayers back to a place. Sometimes I feel like I need to kind of get settled again in my prayer life in a specific way. And so this really helps me do that. And so this is what I call 10 steps to draw close to God. Step number one is to close your eyes and give thanks for three personal blessings. Now, what we have to realize is that thanksgiving is very important to God. Therefore, it matters in our personal prayer lives. Thanksgiving moves us toward God and away from a sense of self-sufficiency, which is a big deal. We want to be reliant on the Lord. Philippians 4, 6 says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So right there, Paul gives us instruction in how to pray. We always pray with thanksgiving. So that's a great place to begin, not only because of that, but also because Psalm 100 verse 3 tells us, enter his gates with thanksgiving in your heart. So it is a way for us to enter in to God's presence with thanksgiving in our hearts. Now, step number two is to ask God to help three people, at least three people who you feel need God's help today and to also help your pastors. And this is just one of those things that is another step that moves us toward God and away from self-centeredness. Oftentimes we can be self-centered. The reality is we all know people who need our prayers because in this world, all people have problems and needs. And some issues may seem more severe than others and some may not be. But in reality, we are all surrounded with people who need God's help. And with that being said, as I I said, I, I like to use this as a time also to remember my pastor because what I know is pastors have huge responsibilities in the body of Christ. So we need to always keep them in our prayers as well. 1 Timothy 2, 1 says, Therefore, I exhort first of all that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. So just remember how many times do you have someone tell a situation to you that they're going through or a struggle that they're facing or someone say to you that they need prayer. We remember that every day of life, everyone is going through things that they need prayer. So this really ought to be a pretty easy step to be able to find at least three people just to say a prayer for them over their lives and their struggles that they're facing. Now, step number three is to ask God to forgive you your sins and mistakes and to give you the strength to forgive others. Now, if we honestly evaluate ourselves, we would all say we sin and make mistakes in our lives. And this is that step where we lay them out on the table before God and we ask for his forgiveness. And that clears the air for us to move closer to God. Sin or even feeling like we failed God in some way has a way of keeping us from drawing close to God. So that's a very important element of our prayer life. Also, forgiving us others. Forgiving others, and this may be the part that really gets so hard for us. Forgiving others can be just as hard as confessing our sins and our mistakes. We don't like to confess that we're wrong. We don't like to identify that we're wrong, but at the same time, we don't like to forgive people who have legitimately hurt us. But forgiving others is equally as important to God. That's why Jesus taught
called his disciples to pray, forgive us our sins as we forgive others. Matthew 6, 14, Jesus said, for if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. So forgiveness for ourselves, seeking God for forgiveness for ourselves and forgiving others is very important to God. Now, step number four is to ask God to help one other person you find it hard to like. Now, I know this prayer is really getting even harder. Praying for someone we don't like can be super hard. All the more reason to pray for them and for yourself and how you relate to them, especially if you know they're going to be in your life in some shape or form on a regular basis, you want to be able to interact with them in the best way possible. Ask God to give them, those whom you don't like, insights into their personal problems and ask him for the power to let his love flow through you to them. Romans 12, 18 says, if it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. So we know that we need to be praying for God to help those that we find it hard to like, but we need to pray that God help us in how to relate to them as well. Now, step number five is to ask God to help you to be sensitive to the needs of at least one person today with whom you can share his love in word or deed. Now, we live in a world that is more often critical and demanding. So, kindness shines like this brilliant light in the darkness of our day and age. Our small and even large gestures of kindness can make all the difference to someone in need. Your smile, your words of encouragement, your gift, your time may be the very thing that lifts someone else out of a cloud of darkness or out of a pit. 1 Corinthians 9, 19 says, For though I am free from all men, I have made myself a servant to all that I might win the more. So very important that we recognize our need to serve others, to minister to the needs of others that we might win more to Christ. Then step number six is to ask God to give you insights into your personal problems. You know, oftentimes I hear Christians talk about how they feel they shouldn't ask God for something. They believe they should be satisfied to ask God to do something in their personal life. That oftentimes if they ask for anything for their own self, they feel that they are being self-centered and that that would not be pleasing to God. But if that's the case, why would Jesus have said what he said in Matthew 7, 7? Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. God directs us over and over again to pursue him, to bring our petitions to him. Now, step number seven is to ask God to help you achieve your personal goals. As we saw in step six, Jesus tells us to ask our Heavenly Father. What we've got to realize is that God loves His children. And if you're a parent, you know how much a parent loves their children and how much a loving parent will do for their children. And God adores you. If you are His, He absolutely adores you. He wants the best for you. He wants to give you the needs and desires of your heart. So pray about what is personal to you because if it matters,
matters to you, it matters to God. Psalm 37, 5 says, commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. Step eight is ask God to fill you with the power of his Holy Spirit today. So when we open our eyes in the morning, we really have no idea what is in front of us for that day. Some days we will recognize that we need God's power more than other days. And I realize I need God's power every single day. However, on the days that I'm making a big decision, maybe I'm speaking or teaching a Bible study, or I'm stepping out of my comfort zone to do something I really never done before, I am really aware of how much I need Jesus and I need the Holy Spirit in that day. So the reality is every day, no matter what we need and we want the Holy Spirit to fill us so that we can live out of God's will and God's power rather than our own alone. So Luke eleven thirteen, Jesus said, if you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? So ask God to fill you with the power of his Holy Spirit each and every day. Then step eight is to ask God the most important thing that you need to do in that particular day to seek his kingdom first. You know, in step one, we started our prayer shifting our focus off ourselves and turning our focus to God. And we still addressed and asked for our needs throughout our time for our needs and our desires. But I want us to turn our focus back to God and his kingdom at this point, because what we want to know is what is it do we need to do today, Lord? So Matthew 6, is the verse that says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. So all the things that we've asked for, what basically what we're looking at here is how important it is to know what is it that God has for us in seeking his kingdom? What does he want from us in seeking his kingdom and his righteousness? Step number 10, conclude your time by sitting in silence. And this can be so hard, but sit in silence and listen for at least least three minutes to what God wants to speak to you. And I just would even encourage you to set a timer for that the very first few times that three minutes because you're going to think, I'm done, I spent three minutes. And you may look at the clock and realize you've only spent one minute. Just sitting still and silent in our world today is really hard because we're so overstimulated. And I would suggest that not only do you spend that three minutes, eventually you grow that and work up to sitting in silence for a little longer to listen and to hear. Remember that prayer is communication with God. We talk, he listens. We listen, he talks. It's just like that in any other relationship. We have to set aside a time to simply be still and to be quiet, to hear what he wants to speak to us. Psalm 46 verse 10 says, be still and know that I am God. Now, I hope that you find this prayer guide as a helpful tool in growing your prayer life. If you haven't already gotten my free Prayer Matters Bible Study ebook, be sure to take advantage of that tool as well to help you in your prayer life. Another favorite tool that I use in growing my prayer life is this, is a powerful little book called Solid Foundation, The 
power of praying scripture. So that is a really, really good inexpensive little book to add to your prayer toolkit. Also, I do have actual hard copies of the bookmark that I've been talking about. So if you are interested in having one of those uh, and you will email me at patdomain at onfire-ministries.org or you can contact me through my website onfire-ministries.org and you can send me your mailing address. I will be glad to send you one of those bookmarks free of charge. I want to invite you to join me on your favorite social media platform, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or even Pinterest to get prayers and daily biblical encouragement for Christian women. And also check out my website on fire-ministries.org. You can read my blog there. I've got free biblical resources there. Also Bible studies that you can use for yourself personally or even for a group study. And also if you have enjoyed this podcast and you felt like it's been a benefit to you in some way, would you please rate and review and even share this podcast with others because it helps others to find the podcast. And maybe this would be the very words that someone else needs in their faith journey today. Until we meet again, Have a blessed and beautiful day.